we have the uh, great gift tonight of having on our Limud Shabbat, our Shabbat of learning, uh, we have the great gift of Samuel Chu joining us from Mazon, which is the uh, Jewish organization really, truly dedicated to uh, addressing the needs of the food insecure, the hungry, in our own neighborhood, in our own city, uh, as well as around the world. Uh, so he is um, dedicating his time and talent and energy to helping educate communities about food insecurity and the ways that we might really be uh, of help to those in need. Samuel, please honor us with coming to the Bima uh, and sharing with us your Eitzah. Thank you. I want to thank the, the community for allowing us to, um, allowing me to be a part of this community and the families of um, the two great young women that this is your weekend and thanks for letting me crash it. Um, I want to begin, uh, I won't take a lot of time this Shabbat, but um, I want to at least say out loud that it's kind of obvious that I, I'm not what you would expect when you say the Jewish response to hunger. And I was in Minnesota, Minneapolis, and St. Paul this past uh, few days, and whenever the legislators in the legislature look at the testimony list and see the name Samuel Chu, they're a little bit scratching their head. It's like, where is this Jewish guy that is supposed to be talking about hunger? And so um, I recognize the uh, unlikelihood of me being uh, here, and... I also recognize the, the sacredness of community like this one that have welcomed me into their mess. I came to the Jewish response of hunger through a fairly um, windy road. Um, and I know that for many of you who go through Bar Mitzvah and Bet Mitzvah, you do projects and, and there are things that you devote yourself to, to repair the world as part of your growing up, as part of your invitation, as a part of your welcoming to the community. In some way, I kind of see my life as a series of those kind of bar mitzvah projects. Um, I left my family early, uh, came here to the United States when I was 12, and so I had to sort of rebuild my life here. And um, I accidentally started my first church when I was 18 in San Diego and, and built a church into a community of about 500 the first year I was a freshman in college. And then I left and came back to Los Angeles and worked in the uh, neighborhood uh, filled up immigrants in Koreatown of a community that was largely undocumented immigrants from Latin America where I was the only person who speaks Chinese. And then I spent two years running and leading the efforts against discrimination of LGBTQ families and individuals here in the state of California as the head of the largest religious coalition. And then I spent another three years trying to convince people that I actually am straight. <laughs> and so when I left that work and Abby Littman, who sends her greeting as the president and the CEO of Mazone, and when a Jewish response to hunger called, I said to her, well, I'm ready. And so this Southern Baptist boy from Hong Kong who pastored at a Presbyterian church now traveled across the country to call and invite actions to end hunger in this country 
and in Israel. Everywhere I travel, including here at KI, I hear stories of how community have tried to and, and have stepped up to response to the issue of hunger. And they often tell me how many tons of food they have gathered in the last High Holy Days or throughout the last year. And I always wonder, like, do they weigh each can by itself? Or do they, like, when they say 16 tons, is that just what's on the box? And then I would listen and hear both the energy and the commitment and the passion to end hunger. And I think of also underneath that, the struggle that when we say that 50 million people in this country goes food insecure each day, that there is this deeper struggle. But what can I do to alleviate that suffering? That there is sort of this detached recognition of deeper understanding that perhaps just bringing that can or writing that check for Mazone once a year isn't getting to the place of the core of that need. I had a chance to speak to the Social Justice Committee here in this community, and that sort of led to this moment of beginning this work together at KI and Mazone. And I reminded them that as we did our work throughout the last 15, 20, 25 years at Mazone, we begin to realize that 97% of the time, people hear from their Bema, from their pulpit, and even from Sesame Street, the response to hunger they hear is about donating cans and going to your food pantries and volunteering at your food banks. But it is our experience from our own work that that emergency food distribution system that we depend on to support only amount to about 3% of the needs that people have. We don't like to hear truths like that because it makes us not only uneasy about the limitation of our effectiveness and of our commitment, but because it renders us feeling helpless about why is it that 97% of the time we're only addressing 3% of the response. And so my work this evening and my relationship with this community as part of our hope, it's that it will spur and call forth a response to address the 97% of the solution that are often ignored. Mazone and its history, as we raise money and resources and educate Jewish community across the country to support the work of advocacy of reducing hunger, begin to take shape over the last quarter century to think about how we're investing our resources in that 97% of the solution? How does the safety net of our city, county, and state, and federal government continue to be the core of the necessary response to people who are struggling? But what hasn't happened until the last two years is that we have not invited the imagination and the participations of communities like yours to be able to say, what can we do beyond that 3% of that canned food that we donate and that check that we write, what can we be as a Jewish response to hunger? And my work began in Minneapolis, of all places, because I always choose the coldest place to start. And I went to a community in Minneapolis, just outside of Minneapolis, Minnetonka, where a synagogue began to take on this call 
that they heard this invitation and they say, Samuel and Mazel, help us to respond and be the Jewish response to hunger. And throughout a series of research and meetings with communities, with advocates, with legislators, they begin to discover that something weird was happening in the schools. That there was a story that emerged that as kids who are on federally subsidized free and reduced lunch programs were making their ways through their lunch line in their elementary, middle, and high schools, some of the kids were being turned away from their lunch. Some of them got pulled aside and said, well, I'm going to give you a little bit of a substitute lunch because you're not able to pay your co-payment of 40 cents a day for your full nutritious lunch. And so they get a peanut butter sandwich. Some of them get a bag of crackers and then are told that you got to go back home and tell your mom to pay their bills. And one story became sort of the apex of the research of, of the core of why we do this is that we heard one of the students was walking through the lines, getting her food on her trays, and then when he got to the cashiers and they discovered after she punched into her code that she was owed money, they took her trade and scraped off her food and said, remind your parents, this way you will remember. And so I won't go into all the details, but throughout the last year, the synagogues have brought in five other synagogues and 15 other nonprofit organizations. And yesterday, actually two days ago, two bills were introduced, sponsored by Mazone and the synagogue in Minnetonka in the state legislature of Minnesota that says that no kid whose family struggles to pay that 40 cents should ever be turned away from having a nutritious lunch. This is the work of responding communally, urgently, and Jewishly to the needs that we see in our communities. And so the invitation for you and for this community is will you find in yourself and each other the fire, the passion, and the imagination to respond to hunger in this community? A number of synagogues in California have begun to work, and I would hope that KI would begin to pick part in that, of researching why is it that so many kids are unable to start their day in school with a nutritious, full breakfast. We've heard stories of families who look at their three children and say, well, one children can have breakfast, but what about the other two? We've heard stories about veterans who are overseas currently in Afghanistan, whose family cannot actually afford their living expenses, and yet they are prevented from getting federal benefits of food stamps because the housing allowance that they're getting from the military puts them over the threshold. We're hearing from veterans who come back from Afghanistan and Iraq who says to us that they cannot find a job in their, in their city and county, but that they are getting sanctioned from their benefit from government because there's a work requirement. And if you don't work, you don't get support. As our synagogues all across the state is beginning this work of researching, of finding ways to respond to that 97% of the solution of ending hunger. I believe that I believe that community like this one can take a central and leadership role in ending 
and reducing hunger right here in California. And so I know that the two young women knew that this was their weekend. This was your moment to step and become a part of this community. But I want to expand that. Just like every time I step into a Caribou Coffee in Minneapolis, I know I have to look for the person who's looking for me because they, know, they don't actually know that Samuel Chu actually works for the Jewish response to hunger. I'm going to look into this room and this congregation and know that many of you didn't walk in here tonight expecting to answer, to meet this call. But I'm going to leave it up to you. Laura, who is here, the rabbis who's here, we're going to try to put together a response right here at KI to the issue of hunger right here in California. And however unlikely you feel like you might be the person, I'm going to ask you to go and speak to Laura, speak to me, speak to Rabbi Bernstein, because maybe you are in the most unlikely way the Jewish response of hunger for us. Thank you for allowing me to be here.